this is Wild America. And people think, because they see me in this awesome 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge doing this awesome I'm Here to Argue podcast, that I am part owner of this luxurious Mobile Cigar Lounge, but I'm not. It is the one, the only DJ Kelvin, Calvin Moss. You all know him as the Cowboy Fan, Cowboy Man. But yes, for all occasions, uh, bachelor parties, baby showers, family reunions, cookouts, music events, you name it, man. The 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge can give you a look like no other, and it can bring something else to the table. So check them out on Facebook, on Instagram, on my page. Get with them. Book them. It's all kinds of specials that go with this, man. And you know my favorite saying, you don't have to go to the cigar bar when the cigar bar can come to you. So get your drinks, get your sticks, get in the mix, and it's all good, baby, baby. Thank you for checking out the I'm Here to Argue podcast. And you know what I love to do. Cats, dogs, frogs, and hogs. I'm here to argue with all y'all in the 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge. Where it goes down. Protected by the most high and connected all around. Protected and connected. Protected and connected. Protected and connected. Protected and connected. Like that glizzy when I'm riding, I'm protected. Like how I'm tied to these streets, I'm connected. Rest to impress, killing shit, how I be steady. Repping for the hood in every ghetto, every section. And you should get like me. Get like me. Get like me. Get like me. And you should get like me. Get like me. Get like me. Get like me. Hey, yo, Dave. I'm really feeling this protected and connected apparel, man. I can rock this every day of the week, man. In every hood, in every ghetto. Cause we all protected and connected. Wild America, and I gotta give a shout out to Mr. Bruce Cooper of Top Flight Cigars for always being a sponsor, always providing the cigars for our guests, and I am going to salute you on being ranked 21 out of all black-owned cigar brands in our nation. 21 is up now, okay? Let's do this. Let's keep it moving. So everybody that's been on this podcast, I know you've talked about it. You've heard us say Bruce Wayne in the game. Well, that's the name of a cigar. He got the CCs, he got the 312s, and he got the Sugarfoot. But I just want to let y'all know, support your business, support your people, and support this podcast. And yo, Top Flight Cigars, check them out. It is a cigar society of members. But check this out. Let's spell this right. It's T-O-P-F-L-Y-T-E Cigars. Check them out. Google it. Search for it. You never know. Maybe you'll be the next member of the Top Flight Cigar Society. Holla at your boy. And I'm here to argue. Remember that. Peace. 
Yo, 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 this is your girl Jada Wildfire, aka the Scorpion Queen, aka Southern Belle, aka that girl, and I'm here to argue with Wild America. Let's get to it. It's your boy Wild America, and y'all know that I love to argue. But there is nothing cooler than wearing my I'm Here to Argue merch, my I'm Here to Argue podcast shirt when I'm out of public, McDonald's, anywhere that I frequently walk around. You know, people come, I love that shirt. Where do you argue about? What's this? I love it. And where do I get my shirts from? Dub Print Life. Love, print, passion. If y'all don't know, family events, family reunions, church events, uh, big events, um, holla at them, dude. They got great turnaround. Great prices, man, and you, you, they, can, they can print on anything. Bags, frisbees, whatever you need, get with them. 864-302-7566. And you also can hit them at the D-U-B-P-R-I-N-T-L-I-F-E.com. Dub Print Life. You know what it's about? Do business. Let's network. And remember, I'm here to argue. Evan Stanley, and I'm here to argue with Wild America. That is the kicker, Evan Stanley, with the West Virginia Mountaineers. Woo! My name is Don Bailey, CEO of Blockbusters Technology. I am here to argue with Wild America. You can find us online at bbtftoken.com. This is madness! Listen carefully. Hey yo, I'm here to argue podcast, the very, 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 very special edition. I'm live in Pennsylvania with my main man, Callan, at his establishment, Coglin's Law, with the Green Mile. And of course, if you don't know what Coglin's Law, I guess you don't watch your 80s movies, you don't watch your Tom Cruise movies, because you don't understand this as Coglin's Law. Like the movie Cocktails, Coglin's Law. Let's go. I get to talk to my guy, my roommate. I've known this guy for over 20 years. This is my dude. I am here watching the West Virginia pit game. Of course, y'all saw it. He's a West Virginia. I'm a West Virginia guy. He's a pit guy. I want to have this talk, and I just want to enjoy this fellowship, this brotherhood that me and this man have here. Brotherhood does not define it. It's just not the word for what we have. Like, blood is blood. Family is family. Bros is bros. This is it. This is exciting. And uh, I want to get his take on this game, and I want to ask him about a couple of 80s movies because he's going to want to smoke. So, we gonna do it. So, Callan, thank you, my brother, for being here and taking the time to argue with me and talk shit with me. And uh, it was good seeing you yesterday. 
was great seeing you, and it was a great game to go to. It was a great game, great atmosphere. I'm going to tell you what was crazy. I'm at a tailgate, lots and lots of people, and I see this figure walking by. We didn't, wasn't even planning on – I just seen this guy. Walking I can right see him you. like – I just like, yo, Callan. Like, I'm, I haven't been up here in about six, seven years to go to this game. All these people there, and to spot this guy out was amazing. It's just amazing. Like, you just can't forget our face. Yeah, can't forget him. Thousands, like, thousands of thousands people. Of people. And I spot this guy in the crowd. I run up to him, give him the best hug, man. It's a brotherly hug. So, all right. Great game, great atmosphere. I've been to some crazy games, Callum, but the atmosphere in the in the air, the feeling in the air, just how much fun that game was. Like from the crowds, good and bad, everything was going on, dude. You guys, by the way, largest sporting event in Pittsburgh history. Did you know that? Yeah, I, well, I knew it last night. 70 fucking thousand, bro. Mm -hmm. 70 thousand. Last time that record was broke, it was Penn State in 2016 with 69.5 something. We did another one, and uh, you guys represented, did well on TV, football in Pittsburgh, and even if it's a college, look good on Thursday night, man. Mm -hmm. You're right about that. Okay, so let's go. This game, this game, we know about to end it. We know how it went. And you gotta admit that was not a catch. That was not a catch. I put that in the post, Callan. I did. I saw it live. When I saw it live. Because they didn't show the catch on the review. They didn't show the review where we was at. I know. But on TV, you saw it was. But I get it. The receiver, Bobble Hands, mm -hmm. which he had a good game, but the one play, I'm proud of our quarterback. We got a bad quarterback, Callie. You don't win a lot of games. We, we got a bad quarterback, Callie. You don't win a lot of games. We got, a lot of, we got to get a damn running back, though, now. Back seven yards, I mean, seven carries for 125 yards. I mean, against that D line, that D line, I mean, I mean, everybody's exposed it. They say we expose y'all, but that's still a bad D line, and everybody want to say they know the secret until they get hit in the mouth by that. Yep. Until right. they get hit in the mouth by y'all defense, we'll, we'll know about that life, but right. mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, we, 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 that catch, listen, I analyzed it. The going for it on fourth and third. I think Neil Brown did the right thing. First of all, fourth and fourth in an inch. Not it wasn't fourth in an inch. I thought fourth and three, Cal, and don't no. put cheese on it. No, first of all, it was fourth and three. You're talking at the fifty at the your at R. The one at the end the, yes. in the last quarter. Yes. When we, we punted first it. Of all, first when of all, we punted yeah. it, Cal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on picks forty-six. Right. What are you gonna gain? 30 yards if you don't punt there? Fourth and third. No, it was fourth and inches. It was not fourth and inches. I can't do it now. We're Look it up. It was fourth and inches. It was not fourth and inches, man. No guy will no guy will punt it on a fourth and inch calendar. Your coach did. Can you please look this up? You coached it. Okay. You coached punting. Okay, let's just say let's just say a running back that ran seven times for 125 yards. And he can't get you one That's why I don't believe it's a fourth and goddamn inch. One inch? One Kelly, inch. If you if you're right about this, I'm going to drink one inch. something really bad tonight. If one you're right, inch. first of all, one inch. I'm going to drink really bad. Second I'm going to punish myself if you're right. Second of all, let's talk a little bit. The refs were on your side. The refs were not. That they killed the whole momentum. When you got that momentum, okay. The momentum when, came. Y'all got it. Football. Have you ever seen? A delay of game penalty. Delay of game. You guys didn't stop the, the, the punt. The punt move. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you can no, get no. away with that. No, no, it was in the end zone. It was in the end zone. 
where you guys scored on this drive. Okay. There was a delay of game, but the refs. Did I don't not remember that, but I'm gonna take it. it. Was, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. We, I had, was, we had delay of game, so the play should be dead. It should okay. be a non-existent play. And then we sack your quarterback in the end zone, and we think we got a safety because they didn't blow the play dead. So not only there's two there's two flags on the play. I remember the, the, I remember the, the double play, game. the celebration. There was a delay of game, which they gave, and then three fourths of a yard. Three fourths of a yard. Three fourths of a yard gives us what? If so, it's a fourth and what? Fourth and three fourths of a yard. So I'm saying you said fourth and three feet. Okay, okay, so okay, okay, y'all. Say you're wrong. Say you're wrong. It's fourth and one. Say you're wrong. I'm giving it a fourth and one. Say you're wrong. All right, he's right. I'm wrong. Fourth and fourth and three fourths in a yard. Look at this. Three fourths in a yard. Yeah. No fucking way. That's your coach. That's your coach. Yeah. I thought it was a fourth. All you gotta do, a quarterback sneak can get you a yard. Yeah, you can just whip it out and he'll go across the line. He can pull Jeff. All over news like this, He can pull Jeff, right, Jeff? No way. Let's go back to this play. So the dead ball. This play should never happen. They didn't blow it dead for a delayed game. We get a taunting penalty because we think we get a safety. You guys, not only is it now not fourth down, which we thought it was, not a safety, which we thought it was, you guys get 15 yards and a first down and then okay. you score a touchdown? Okay. When have you ever seen a college, like, a When I went to y'all and saw what they did to us? A delay of game. When I saw what they, they did to us? They should have been done. Okay, talk about they, the tackle. They, talk they, about the tackle there. They were bad on both sides. They, they said they did bad on both sides. Who are you going to be more bad to? The home team or the away team? They... It was 50-50. It started off West Virginia. <laughs> okay. It ended pit. It ended pit. I, I like the way you said it. As a but, professional but it guy. it was 50-50. He said it 100. He said, I like that. You said but it started the, the off, thing, but it ended I okay. I do like the new rule with targeting. If they review it and say that, you know, you didn't lead with your head or didn't hit the Our person. Our guy did not lead with his head, bro. But I, I like the fact that they can review it and take the penalty away. They took y'all penalty away. They picked y'all towel up. I, I they like took y'all penalty like, I bet you would like that they can see, a flag up off the see, ground. But you got to admit this. Your play was a hell of a lot closer than our play. No, it was our not. Guy, our guy hit you with his number. No, his he number didn't. in the shoulder. To it our guy his use his shoulder and not the guy just because our guy hit you with his number his number yeah he lowered and hit him in the nose he did not pull that hit you his number hit your guy's shoulder did my guy my guy hit the guy in the side Yours, my I, guy didn't I'm even hit him up front your, i'm not saying your guy did it i'm saying your i know my guy your did play was a lot closer than our come play. on Callahan. you have to admit that he didn't even use his arms he didn't wrap he your just boom, he just brought the ball your play was a lot Cal I cannot let you say that clearly. Okay, my question to you then. What other way could he have a tackle? If that's that's a tackle, like how can somebody tackle somebody where the sideline and them, like the way he tackled him, what better way could he have a tackle? I'll never say if that's not a I, I never once said that yours was a penalty. It was, was and that gave y'all momentum, right? But that I took y'all from that move. It took y'all from that bottom. Then it moved y'all to the 30. Then we still got the stop versus what Neil Brown actually had planned work. If he punted it to put y'all back there because he's saying we've been putting pressure on your quarterback at the end, they got to prove to us that they offense can do something. So he put it in y'all hands. And likewise, he got the ball back. And then here comes the tip interception. If he was playing that right, I'm going to say it. 
it's a smooth chess move. It may not be the direct, but if he's like, I know we're going to get this ball back at the end, I'm going to put it in this quarterback's hands because of the last two series, we put pressure on him and we got to him. I'm going to say this, and I'll say this on the podcast. When it comes to pressure, I think the difference between the game was when it got to the end, that veteran quarterback we had, he handled the pressure. He could take the pressure a little bit better, but you got to think. Both of them were playing with a large crowd. First game of the like you just you you can that's that's NFL type atmosphere. I think the pressure at the end was who was more composed, was going to have the better, and our quarterback threw a wide open pass. He threw a good ball, but Wheaton Wheaton had a pretty good game, but he dropped the one that cost you can't recover from that. And we tried to, we tried to, and almost caught it at the one. You guys lost the game. When you were on R46, and like you said, you were wrong. Fourth and I was wrong. You had a running back that was seven rushes. So we're the Marshawn Lynch's now of college one, football. For 127. I'm sorry, seven rushes for 125 yards. Seven rushes, not Ooh, 17. Against that, okay, seven. okay. And you punt the ball down. I didn't know it was for an a net gain of. Maybe 25 yards. But did we not get the ball back? Had we had we had that guy not have fumbled that that pick, we wouldn't be talking about that. Because had he had it worked right, it worked the way he designed it. We got the ball right back. You took all the momentum. I feel you. I agree. I agree. But if we had not fumbled, I mean Bob that interception, nobody's gonna talk about his call. I get it, it's weird, but he wanted to control it. If you know we run it, we run it. What if we don't get it? You guys are back there. What if we don't? One thing that's guaranteed is kicking it. So I'm not going 50-50. We're not guaranteed to make that play, even though the stats say that. But if we go for it, most likely you think we're going to run it because he's been running against uh, supposedly one of the best D-lines out there. Not anymore because we gave, we messed that up. But against that defense, if you know we're going to run it and y'all are that badass up front, that could be the one play that you get it right there. Now we're in trouble. Keep them on that side of the field. Punt that ball. We get the ball back. It worked to perfection, but good old Wheaton, which I don't know what this – I mean, he couldn't have dropped it. And he was bobbing. His bobble hands, boy, he bobbed it. Like, he didn't just like boom, boom. He like – First of all. He volleyballed that thing like this, Cal. He said – That's like – that's like when we used to play football and says, where do you want me to put this ball? And I'd say, like, right here. <laughs> and that's what the quarterback said. He, and he put it. He right put it right there. there, man. He put it right there. And you can't even say that this dude took his eyes off it because it was high he level put it on coming him. right there. He did a volleyball ball. He said, he did just like that. Well, and my man came and scooped it. I, I will say this. It was. It was. I don't understand why this rivalry quit for 11 years. Because when we left to go to what? But we back. We back for the next four years, I heard. But it was great to have it back. And that was one of the best college football games I've ever played. I, I feel you. I've been to some Ohio State games. Mm-hmm. I've been a couple of homecomings. That's, I'll tell you what. That's wild. That environment was crazy, Callan. Like, y'all presented on that field. Like, in front of national TV. That game, everybody is on Facebook and everybody playing, good game, good game. Like, you opened up college football with that game, we're going to have a great year in college football. I think it's going to be exciting, and I just got to tell you, like, just that presentation, the teams, that passion on national TV, man, 
the crowd was crazy. That crowd was crazy, man. Y'all are crazy, dude. Um, yeah, so next year, are you going to go to Morgantown when this game comes back? Oh, of course. Of course, I'm so we're we'll all be so trip. we're all gonna plan this thing and make it happen. I'm in the trip I'm right I'm now. Already in. Hey, hey, and I'm, Jeff, you know this. I'm loving it for my fact. I go. I went to the home game. I gotta go to the away game. Gotta give the fans a chance. Yes. Okay. And I've been this. I've been to Ohio State game. We've been. Yeah, we definitely go to Ohio State game. I've been to a Penn State game. Yes. I'm a diehard Pitt fan. Yes, you are. But the funnest game I've ever been to was in Morgantown. You went to a Morgantown game? Yeah, it was uh, right before the 13-9 game. Callen, they beat UConn for the Big East Championship. Callen, you dirty rat. It was. What was this? Right before the 13-9 game. When you, like, they beat UConn for the national, for, to go to the national right, championship. Right, 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 right. They won the Big East. I went to Morgantown, and it was, like I said. Who's the quarterback? Pat White. You went, hold on, who did we play? Who did we play that? UConn. I'm sorry, I'm talking about bowl game. That was we when you played beat up, Georgia. No, you beat up Oklahoma or something. That was when that that, uh, that ref when that when that judge got caught. It, when that ref, I'm sorry, when that coach got caught in that gambling thing, they fired him. I thought we were going to lose that game because we got a coach fired. Within two weeks, we had to train for Oklahoma. Yeah. Because he was out there doing some shit he shouldn't have been doing in <laughs> in these casinos. They fired him. Pat Summer, whatever name it, they they called him, they let him go. I'm like, oh my God, we're not prepared. We're not prepared. I, I didn't even watch that, so I'm like, I ain't even trying. I put my head on, I ain't even going. We just fired our coach nine days ago. Beat the brakes off Oklahoma. I was like, wow, I came back like, yay! At first, I was like, but that, like I said, that was the funnest game I ever went to was in Morgantown when they beat UConn for the Big East Championship. Yes. And it pains me to say that. I'm a diehard pit fan. That, that's deep. We gonna, so we, we need to plan this trip together, dude. I'm in. All right, I'm you heard that. Going. We're, going, we're going to the backyard brawl in Morgantown. Are you, going to the, uh, are you going to go to the Penn State game? West Virginia opened up at Penn State next year. You know what? And, and I say this. I hate Penn State. I hope Penn State loses in every. I know you do. Every. We hate Penn State. Not just um, you. We hate Penn State. In every aspect of everything. Like, I hope they lose in soccer, wrestling, all that. West Virginia, I only hope that they lose against Pitt. I hope West Virginia. You know how I mean? You, he used to be a real good. Like, even though he loved Pitt, he always wanted nothing but good things for Carolina Panthers. Not, he used to love it, like, the, when, when the pit, yes, when the Jake, their homeboy ever. Oh, man, that one. Did he care? Jake was my man. I yeah. What, um, what, let me ask you this. When you look at, who do y'all play next? Y'all y'all got a, y'all got a mean game. Y'all got, ten, oh, y'all about to strut, y'all about to strut, though. Tennessee, at home. Now, he's a, he went to Clemson. He was really... Talking some shit at the game last night. <laughs> he won't give y'all credit for whooping their ass, and he and his main thing, he told everybody in the stands, "Y'all know why y'all beat us. <laughs> you know why you beat us." He was as drunk as he wanted to be, and he was yelling at everybody. Everybody was like, "We beat y'all." Everybody kept saying, "We beat. We're the ACC champs." Why are you talking? He was like, "Why did y'all beat us?" His question. He should have had a shirt that says, "My name is." Why did you beat us? And I've never heard somebody say. To anybody, why did you beat us? That's a mean question. Like, how do you ask somebody, why did you beat us? First of all, who does that? 
You got paid. But he ain't, he ain't accepting that. First of all, <laughs> nothing but respect for Clemson and their coach. I love him. I do. Yes, sir. Debo, I think. I hope Debo. De Debo. I hope he starts the. Um, Debo sucks. I hate that. I hope he starts the trend of coaches staying with the school. Right. Like, I really, really I'll, do. I'll put respect on that. I really do. I hope he does. And he gets great recruits. Right. He talks too saying, much I'm, shit. I'm not saying BJ is going to be terrible. He showed improvement. But. Uh -oh. actually, you're talking his language, though. He likes everything you're saying. I can tell by his eyes. He beat Clemson on their trending upwards. That quarterback versus quarterback, they got you too. Last year. We know why that is, but I'll let him keep going. No, no. We beat them on their up. They were trending upwards. They were. They were. They like, were. we didn't. It's not like we played you at the beginning when you guys lost like two or three. Buddy. Right. Sir. I don't know. Like, we going to get him next year. What happened? He's that West We're going to get him back next year. That man impressed. We're going to get him next year. We're going to get him. Um, but. It's not like we beat you when you guys lost three and everyone was saying, oh, this is the first time they had three losses in September. Right. Clemson turned the corner, and right after you lost to us, what you guys do? You went on the terror. Sir, I'm a, I'm a Mountaineer fan. I'm telling you, we're going to get them next year. I flew all the way up here from South Carolina to watch this game, and we, we're, we're going to get them. I'm here talking to the owner. We're going to have a talk about this game and record this for my podcast. Wait, good presentation, amazing football experience. Hey, it's a good game. Classic. JT Daniels. JT is the real deal. You guys will win a lot of games. He's the real deal. He is going to take some time and it played well. We made some mistakes. We dropped some passes. We dropped some passes, all right. I mean, Ford Wheaton had a great game. He did, but that one, I get that. I agree with you. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he just volleyed it at the wrong time. He did. I mean, he's going to drop a pass. It's a misfortune that happened, but you can't put the whole game on him. You can't put it on him. No. Okay, let me ask you this because I just asked him this. What did you think about the punt call? I think it was genius, but a lot of people aren't seeing that. But I think if it, I mean, it played out right. I mean, so we, uh, Brown at the post game about press uh, said, he, do know, it again. he said, if I had to do it, I would have did it over. Right. But I don't know, you know. I mean, we held him back to the That's five. what I'm saying. It worked, but we didn't know that BS call was going to start that. happening. The only thing is, I go back, I'm a Mountaineer fan forever, right? And. We're always when you have momentum in the Mountaineers. Sometimes you got to gamble. Okay. Right? And we had some momentum. Here. He said that. I'm with we you. Had, we were winning. Maybe we, with that momentum, he, he's got an All-American. Seven yeah. rushes for 125 yards and can't get an inch. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You got Frazier. You, you, you got Frazier. They're an All-American from West Virginia on the line. There, you got a lot of good players. I'm thinking you would punch the ball back in there. Maybe you could have kept the momentum. Maybe you would have scored again. I don't know. It's all, you can't go back. If you right. went back and questioned everything on that game, but otherwise, I mean, it was, like I said, it was a, a good it's game. Amazing game. Yeah, Just I mean, they go. They're, the they're, Pittsburgh's got to be happy because look at the look at the money that was brought into this. Season yes. That game. Another, yes. A record. Another yes. Re the la we broke a record the last time we played with Hans Field. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yes, West Virginia did. Then we broke another record. That was real. It's the stupidest thing in the world. That that rival we want to watch for yeah. 11 years. We're getting it back. I mean, if I was people, I'd be like, I want West Virginia on the schedule every, every year. year. Every and year. They're going to do that I now. I want to open up with West Virginia every year. Well, we got we got all the way to 2006 lined up. Like, Pitt sucks one year or West Virginia sucks one year. That game still don't matter. Both of us are playing at 0 0. So, right then. Like, it don't that, matter. Yeah. It matter. Yeah. And, 
I couldn't agree more that the fact, and I even said this, if I had $20 million to donate to Pitt's football team like that guy did, I wouldn't have made them rename the coach after my name. I would have forced the schools to play by saying, like, all the toilets are named after West Virginia players. Or something like that. Just so it's like a reminder, like, why are we not playing? Exactly. Why are we not playing these guys? There's no reason to play them and not, like, to play, uh, I I don't know, who's a... Team that you guys Townsend like, like, State. Yeah, Townsend yeah, yeah. We, we get Kansas home, then we play Townsend State home. I mean, if it's an off-conference game that we should have every year, one of those off-conference games. I mean, we did get Virginia Tech to bring us back on. Yeah, yeah. We get so we back. We got we got that. Yeah, and we so, renewed this for four years now. Yeah. We gonna play Pitt four years straight now. But it uh, should be. It should be 400 years. Not well, four it years should be every. Exactly right. You know, it should be 400 years. What you call it is trying to bring West Virginia to the SEC, but what is blocking them, and here's two reasons why, we don't have the grades for the ACC. They want us, but what we do have is our fan base brings money. That attraction, they said, if they can get, um, if they can make this move, they said the biggest thing is the SEC wants us, but they can't get us because they have to figure out a way um, um, not what's it? Vanderbilt is grandfathered into the SEC because they were one of the original schools. You can't take so they suck, and they're like, you're just holding up space for us, and they don't know how to do it. They are trying to figure it out. Said we know you're the Harvard of the of the South. Yeah. All you do is do grades, but you you suck. You it is what, what it is. So what it is. they can't if they figure out how I to pull would go them out. To the Big Ten. I would team up with West Virginia, and if I was Pitt, and I'd say listen. Did you see what we just did in one game? Did you see what we just pulled? The records we just broke, the TV, everything. Right. I go to the Big Ten and say, what's your offer? Exactly. Well, everybody wants uh, to know. We are regionally right there. You're right there. That would be nice. Then you also get, you know, like the Rutgers and Temple. Yeah, I mean, you get this. I mean, now we're in that. Now it's the regional. And I mean, somebody gonna make a run for us, cause next, you know, Alabama's gonna open up, up us with a, everybody wants to open up now, cause we can sell. So Big Twelve's gonna try to do this east and west too. You know, everybody's playing cards, trying to they want to break the ACC no apart. No one's gonna do anything until Oregon falls. Yeah. Oregon is in. They're the prettiest girl to dance because they can sit there and wait to yes. see what happens. Yes, Oregon's a big player. In Oregon's mind. I think they're waiting everywhere. I think they're waiting for the SEC because if you're going to travel 2,500 miles, what's an extra 1,000 miles to go to the SEC? If you're already traveling that far through the Big Ten. Exactly. exactly. So why why suffer there when you think you fit in with the ACC, I mean with the SEC, which I think they do. They have that style. They have that. But nothing's going to happen until Oregon falls. Then well, once, once Oregon falls, the conference realignments will happen, and then everybody the will. Big Ten, so you know, CBS had the SEC right moving into the Big Ten, but they spent a fortune for the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Is what they did, you know. I mean, they're all changing now because now all these networks are playing, right. paying unbelievable money for college. I mean, it's just nuts. 
I work for a TV station. I work for a company called Gray Media, and we have 160 stations across the country. But and that's what I mean. We of course have different affiliates, but it's just nuts because ultimately that expense comes back down to us. Right. As if we're a CBS affiliate, then I have to go out and sell those packages to gotcha. to, to people, and it's getting more and more expensive. I mean, you know. You know, pretty soon it's going to be, you know, you want a freaking spot in a ball game, it's going to be $2,500, $3,000 for one TV commercial at a local level. You know, and that's just because it's getting so expensive. And it's like, shit, you know, it's going to be hard to, how you get somebody to expend that much money because in their mind, they're like, it's just 31 seconds, 30 seconds, but it is what it is, right? Hey, man. You want to be there, you don't want to be there. Are you from here? I'm from, no, I'm in from West Virginia. I'm from right south of Morgan Okay. My kids both go to WVU. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I work that market, but I'm, I just live about 20 minutes south of Morgan County. Bridgeport, West Virginia is where I'm That was my first West Virginia. I've been a West Virginia fan since college. I went to school with this guy up here visiting. And I mean, I had to fly up here to get this experience. I couldn't wait. Yeah, so we went, to, we went to Mount Aloysius in uh, by Altoona. And the, was a Georgia fan. No, it was not. I can't say, don't say Georgia. <laughs> say Texas, say somebody. I can't do Georgia. I maybe like using them in the video game, but that don't mean that was my team. Then all of a sudden, when it came out that I was a Pitt fan, he became a West Virginia. No, AJ, our other roommate is from Maryland. I'm gonna blame it on AJ because AJ would watch West Virginia games on TV. So in South Carolina, I'm not going for Clemson Tigers. He went to Clemson. I'm definitely not going for the Gamecocks. And I'm definitely not going for the Carolina Panthers now. I hate Cam Newton. But at that time, I'm like, you got Nittany Lions, pick one. Nittany Lions, Clemson Tigers, Pitt Panthers. And I'm like, I don't have one, right? So then I see West Virginia, and I watch TV, and here's Rasheed Marshall, his other roommate, the state of room, and I'm watching West Virginia. I'm watching his team, and I start seeing, like, they don't play any defense. But the score is like... <laughs> 50-something, and then I'm like, another game, I'm like, this, the next score is like 650, I'm like, so, I like this, like, they don't care about their defense, it's just, we're just gonna outscore you, if you can keep up with these Ferraris, you can, but if you happen to turn it over, that's their defense, like, they're gonna score, if you make a mistake and throw a pick again ball, just, you might as well hand them over seven points, and I'm watching them early, like, it's just crazy, like, because the SEC, it's not that, that pace, so I'm like, this is so exciting. And then here comes Pat White and Steve Slate. Now I'm like, I'm like, I can really get this tattooed on me. I love it that much. And I'm watching those guys. And then Pat White, at that time, he was the only quarterback to win all four bowl games. Nobody's done that till COVID when they get that extra year. Pat White is the first quarterback in college history to win four, all four of his bowl games. Am I wrong, Mr. Okay. So... I know you're here. I need to get you to say your name and say you're here to argue. Okay, this is yeah. my podcast. Okay. Just yeah. say your name. Sam Olivio, and I'm here to argue on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> he is here. West Virginia is out here, brother. Appreciate your time. So, yeah, so Callan is Callan, – Callan got some – he got some game. He got some stories. We got rivalries, we got video games. He was always good at Madden, and he could do crazy stuff to the computer. We had some epic battles, but he started doing stuff where we could beat him, but he could put 100 points on the computer. This was earlier days. You, He kept putting 100 million billion yards up, 
I don't know what you was doing, man. Those were the days we'd stay up, everybody play. Like before you could do franchises on, on, online, we got seven guys, one Xbox, one house, and we had to play our games. Share TV, that was real, buddy. That was a real deal. Bro, so y'all heard this. We will be going to the backyard brawl next year. Amen. Amen. Are you going to go to the pit game? If I'm at, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. Are you going to go to the Penn State game if I'm there? You don't really have to go there. You're not feeling that. If, you, if you're going. Would you wear a West Virginia shirt? No. But I'll tell you this. I'll root against uh, Penn That's State. That's all we need. He, did, he can do that. Yeah, come on up then. Yeah. Root against them. I root against both teams, and I love you. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. So, 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 tell him again why why y'all beat him. Just one more time. I need to hear this because he was he was he was feeling it. He had everything he needed last night to say. Y'all gonna beat him this year, right? It comes down to quarterback play. Exactly. I'll give you that. And I'll, I'll say this: last year we had the better quarterback. You did. This year, I don't know if we did. I, I haven't seen too much progression from your guy. I just haven't seen it. Ledapple said he's, he's, he's lost weight. Wait, Ledapple said he's eating so good that made him better. He's but, lost weight. I heard he's eating good, so that makes him a better I'm quarterback. Not he hasn't gotten better. I heard he's I'm eating saying, good, Mike. That's what Dabble said. Because he's eating, he's better. That can make you better. I'm say this. Everyone knows Dabo is a fair man. So when it comes time to make decisions, tough uh -oh, decisions. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. He's getting in his bag. He makes them. Uh -oh. But when the tough decisions are made, we quickly see why they had to be made. And I think this year, that's going to be the, the situation we're in again. I, you know what? I couldn't agree more Unfortunately. with that. Because oh, I'm loving these guys. For him to, for him to come out and, like, like, that's a huge vote of confidence that BJ was out there as far as a freshman. what he's saying. A freshman. A huge vote of confidence because Dabo... He's nothing if he's not saying, hey, I gave this a shot, I didn't work. He's trying this. Like, you had your chance. You had this. It's like, you got to show me. It's not, it's not what you say, it's what you prove. And I like that about him. I really do. And I'm not saying that PJ is going to come out and be the next Trevor Lawrence. I'm not saying that Kevin Slovis, Tidon Slovis, is going to come out and be the next Kenny Pickett. Right. But when it comes down to it, I think... All that goes out the window, and whichever quarterback plays better. Who's playing at home? We don't play them unless we play in a uh, championship. Oh, okay. We don't play those. Okay, I forgot y'all. I know y'all. I forgot y'all. When, when it right. comes down to it, it's either it's going to be your quarterback versus our quarterback. So I think right. it's pretty much matched up. Everybody has their holes. Everybody has their strengths. I think that matches up. Just like last time, Kenny Pickett was just better than the freshman. Right. I'm not saying that the freshman's not going to be great. Right. I'm not saying he didn't just have a bad game. Just so happened he had it at the wrong time. Everything I've heard about Caden is off the charts. It's going to be like if we don't, if he does not perform well at Georgia Tech, conversations are going to be had. You know if the next game, because I think we have like, I forget who we have second game, but. I know it's not a tough challenge. So, if and if, if if he does not perform well, like he has to overperform in order to keep his spot at this point. So, we'll see what happens early into the season if if he if things are not where they're supposed to be.
I couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you that, like I said, I love Debo, but I, I mean. Just so y'all know, he doesn't put respect on Dabo's name. He calls him Debo. <laughs> I like that. I want him to keep doing first, first of all, it. All this time, keep saying Debo. Y'all I'm not mad I'm at all. Huge, I'm a huge Friday fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's calling him. That's the new name for him right now. But, he ain't even dabbing on him. <laughs> I love him, and I, I truly hope he stays at Clemson forever because college coaches, they, he's good for they, they football. Gotta, he's good for that team. Right. He's good for that team. Right. And college coaches have to stay. Right. Like, and I don't blame everybody. The players can enter transfer quarters, let them until the coaches can. Right. Yeah, because these coaches, they, they ban the ship too. So finally. Well, well you know, it's. I have to go it's no, I'm going to get you. No. All right, well, listen. You got to hear, this is what I needed, your sweet time, and it was very valuable, and I loved it, and we can do this over the phone, and they'll let me call you, and we can get some more of these, but man, it was good seeing, like man, friendship and brotherhood, and your guys, it's, it's, it's always good to see the people like that that you love, to see them in person, man, like, it don't matter how many years, some people may say, man, I never get to go out and see this guy, I ain't seen this guy, make a trip, make an effort to go see your people, if you went to college, God knows how far away. Make that trip. Make that time to come see them. And uh, I'm mad because you went to Myrtle Beach and you didn't let me know. But I got you, buddy, though. I love you, brother. I'm glad to see you. Tell them where we at, man. We're at Coughlin's Law Kitchen and Ale House in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And you're talking to my man, Jeff, who also has a nickname that he started pulling a Jeffy. But I'll let you guys learn that from him. I've done that multiple times. It should be named after me, but we'll get into that on a later episode. My name's Caleb Bazzoni, and I'm here to argue on this podcast. Love you guys.